Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. Uh, We have quite an interesting broadcast for you today. I'm going to entitle this the Tyconius Bombshell. Now, if you're just joining us, what we've been doing is looking at the writings of the early church fathers regarding biblical prophecy. And this is our fourth episode looking at Tyconius, that early church father, who was almost, you could say, a forerunner of St. Augustine's view of biblical prophecy. St. Augustine had a twofold view of humanity, the city of God, the city of man, and characteristics of each, which we're going to see when we get to the city of God. But Tyconius takes it a step further. And yes, there are two parts in the world, but in a way there's three. There's the good part, but in the negative part, which he calls the left side of the church, there are two parts within the church. There's a good part, And there's a part that's going to fall away shortly before the coming of the Antichrist or perhaps simultaneous with the age of the coming of the Antichrist. So one thing Tyconius has really uh, challenged me in my thinking is that when we read of of apostasy, a falling away, well, it's a falling away from what? It's a falling away from Christianity. It's a falling away from the faith. And I tend to think, well, this is the people who are the atheists writing these books and stuff and trying to deceive people. Not necessarily. This could be the false teachers within the church and a great falling away that might come in the end times within the church itself. And repeatedly, Tyconius goes to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3, where he says the falling away is of the left side of the church, and the verses that focus on the Antichrist also mention the falling away. It's almost in the same breath. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3, St. Paul writes, Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come, that day being the second coming, unless the rebellion, the apostasy, the falling away comes first, and the man of lawlessness is revealed. That's the Antichrist, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God, takes his seat in the temple of God, and proclaims himself to be God. But basically, in the same breath, St. Paul is saying, with the Antichrist is going to be this great falling away. And again, in my thinking, it wasn't quite clear And if you look at this text, and Tychonius just drove me back to the text, this great falling away is in the church that's being particularly addressed. That's why Paul is warning the church. He's not saying about guys out there or somewhere else. No, this is a a direct warning written to Christians. And what did Jesus say in Matthew 24? When wickedness increases, the love of many grows cold. For, for love to grow cold, it must have been at least warm or hot at one point. And again, it's warning when there's a great increase in wickedness, there's going to be a great falling away. Now, if you remember from our earlier episodes, Tychonius wrote two key books 
that are critical for understanding biblical prophecy. He wrote other things, but these are the two. First, he wrote a full commentary on the book of Revelation. St. Augustine acknowledges his debt to Tychonius for that. And he also, before he wrote his commentary on the apocalypse, he wrote a book of seven rules. And the rules were basically his principles of interpretation to use when trying to understand biblical prophecy. And today, we are going to talk about rule three for understanding biblical prophecy. And rule three is different from all the other six rules in his book of rules. And I'll just say personally, the consequences stemming from rule three is one of the most frightening aspects of biblical prophecy that I have read in 50 years. Now, what in the world could that be? Um, in a very recent episode, I think it was episode 378 of Faith and Family, I closed off the episode, kind of a special episode, referring to Revelation 6 and the ride of the four horses and the unveiling of the seals in the book of Revelation. Well, that's scary. Well, what's scary about Tychonius? Well, to me, what's really scary is not necessarily the nations going to war and slaughtering each other. I mean, that's horrible. I actually was thinking about that last night and was very concerned about that. But even more than that is what goes on in the church. If you're a Christian, you should be very concerned about that. And Tychonius, in his recent translation on his commentary on Revelation by David Robinson, summarizes Rule 3, and it's a little long to read on the air, but this is something that I have never encountered in biblical prophecy. And so listen to the third rule concerning God's promise to Abraham, A, and the imposition of the law 430 years later. God's promise to Abraham, the law through Moses 430 years later. Tychonius argues, and this is right from the commentary introduction, Tychonius argues that Abraham's children have always come from faith in the promise, faith in the promise to Abraham, never from the works of the law. However, if faith in the promise was sufficient, and then there are three whys. Why was there a law based on works ever introduced? Two, why impose a law that cannot be fulfilled that only leads to death? And three, why place the law of death as an obstacle to the promise of life? And here we go. Tychonius argues that the law was given for the good of faith, in order to strengthen faith, that the very impossibility of fulfilling the law causes a person to rely on grace in faith. And that's why, honestly, sometimes someone who's lived a sinful past knows that there's only one possible way he or she will ever get to heaven and have a standing with God, and that's by grace. Whereas, and I'm not putting anybody down, but if you think You've always been faithful to Christ, and that's because of grace. But if you tend to start thinking that's because of stuff I do or don't do, 
well, you could be in deep trouble. And Tyconius's warning about falling away isn't just the people promoting all kinds of heretical untruths in the church. This could really affect serious Catholics. Uh, and he goes on. It was the law that drove people to faith because the faith could not be moved to search for God's grace without the law. In other words, the law was to stir up grace, not self-effort. As an act of divine providence, the law was given in order to provoke faith so that Abraham's promised seed might increase. So that's a positive aspect. On the negative, he says, God introduced conditions, that's he introduced the law, for the impious who belong to the left part of the body of the church. In fact, hear this, in fact, one of the distinguishing characteristics between the left and right sides of the Lord's body is the way in which each side responds to the law. Those on the left side submit to the law because they fear death and divine retribution. Those on the right side, however, live by faith, not by fear, and honor God because of his awesome majesty. For them, the law serves to promote and exercise faith. Therefore, the law is addressed to one body, the left side of the church, but it serves a different purpose depending on which part of the body is addressed. And he says this is the rule that he uses to go through the apocalypse. Now, why is this so frightening? Well, my personal experience as an evangelical youth minister and pastor and campus evangelism and Bible studies and all types of things like that, I went for 20 straight years without meeting a single Catholic who could understand what the right side of the church is supposed to believe regarding faith and grace and the way we end up in heaven. Every single Catholic I met misunderstood the works that we are supposed to do as something that this is, I'm doing it by my power and not realizing the total primary incredible power of grace to operate within us. And a significant majority, as I speak, I would say just here in the United States, tens of millions of Catholics don't understand this difference between the promise to Abraham and trying to earn your way to heaven based solely upon the law. And this really affects serious Catholics. And there's a tendency, and let me just put it out there, I'll call it type rope Christianity, that it's fear-based, law-based, rules-based, human works-based, uh, and the fear of God, yes, it's something which is a major theme in Scripture, but it's to lead us to trust in a heavenly Father. Do we overdo uh, distributing books describing the terrible torments of purgatory that God our Father and Jesus the Good Shepherd is going to afflict upon us because we miss a step or two in the tightrope? I'm overstating the case, but it's serious. It's really serious. I decided at one men's conference that um, men were bringing their college age and maybe their high school senior sons with them. And I paused in the middle and I, and I described how very often uh, sincere Catholics get the horse and the cart 
backwards. In other words, put before uh, um, God's grace something that I do. It becomes the overwhelming uh, importance. Now, uh, the assumptions made that everybody knows and lives by and is conscious of and every day breathing the idea that God loves me, and so my life is a response to that. St. John put this in a nutshell in 1 John 4, 19. He says, we love because he first loved us. But I mentioned, if you get the cart and the horse backwards, in today's world, and this has monumental implications, in today's world where wickedness is increasing, love will grow cold. You'll drop out of the race. Like say if you're running a, oh, I don't know, let's just say a mile race and you're two laps into it and everybody else is an entire lap in front of you, there would be a real strong temptation just to drop out. And I am convinced, particularly young people, I mean, the pressures on them in this world, the negative pressures, and unless they're functioning by God's grace, they're going to run out of steam. And I'm convinced there's thousands of young people who have left the faith, not because they don't like Jesus, is that because they got the cart before the horse. So we might talk a little bit more about this, but just remember, understanding the difference between grace and law is not only fundamental for the Christian life, but it's also fundamental for understanding eschatology, and biblical prophecy. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.